Best of Us Investors presents Kerry Griegmeier. I'm Kerry Griegmeier. My channel's Best of Us Investors. We're a collection of people. I'm building a tribe of people who want to learn more about investing. I'm a retired financial advisor, so I've had some experience. I've built one of the largest uh, financial planning firms within the Ameriprise system. So I'm now retired, and I want to share my knowledge. And my knowledge is based upon, first of all, making good investment decisions, then understanding the tax laws so that you get to keep more of what you make, and then beyond that, how to build wealth that you can then pass on to your heirs. Those are my three objectives. We have a tribe, uh, best of us investors. You can go to that website, sign up, and I'll sign, send you, you my morning letter. What I want to talk about today is a mistake I made. I have preached very strongly that uh, there are six stocks that basically are going to drive the future. Um, and I, I sold one of them. <clears throat> I sold my holdings in Google. Uh, I did that because I believed that their earnings, which are going to come out uh, the 29th um, of this month, are going to be disappointing. I did that because one of the things that I'm seeing within my YouTube channel and my monitoring of other people's YouTube channel, I believe the advertising revenues have come down. I also believe that because my wife tells me that her Vogue magazine is getting smaller and smaller every time it comes out, which tells me that people are advertising less. When I look at the ads that I see on Google, uh, and on Facebook, I see that the small advertiser is disappearing. Um, and on my TV, I see the only people that advertise on my TV are politicians and lawyers. So my interpretation of that information was that Google's going to have a disappointing quarter. Uh, now, Obviously, many people disagree with me, uh, and it, it looks like I was wrong. I sold my Google stock on October the 8th for $1,480 a share, and uh, Friday it closed at uh, $1,641. So I lost 11% gain in that uh, very short period of time. So the analysts believe I'm wrong. Now, the other thing that's going on with Google is they're involved in an antitrust suit. In fact, they're going to appear before uh, some congressional committee uh, on the 28th, uh, they're reporting on the 29th. Uh, Facebook will be there as well as the CEO of Twitter. And it's is that going to have an effect on Google? Are they going to break Google up? I don't really think so. And if they do, it's going to take years for it to happen. So it isn't going to really reflect on the price. And I think the reality is if they would, the value of the parts are going to be greater than the, the, the total value of the company together. So I'm not concerned about that. Uh, that is not part of the reason why I would, if 
I rethink it, sell Google. In fact, I will buy back into Google more than likely right after the presidential election. I think there will be a swing uh, one way or the other uh, after the election, and I just don't want to be involved in it because I'm not a short-term investor in Google. I'm a long-term investor because I expect Google to be recognized for its undervalued assets. At this point, Google's price is being determined on their advertising revenues. I just don't believe that that is going to be the driving force of the price and the, and the marketing and the, the business posture of Google in the future. I think Google's biggest asset is their data. The, the data that they have been collecting over, I don't know how many, probably 20 years now, uh, on, on what I do, what I search for, where I go. I, I mean, they, they have their GPS in my car. Uh, they have my Google Maps. Um, they have more information on me and what I've done in the past than I have on me and what I've done on the past because I can't remember it, but Google does. They are the source of all information. They're, I, if I want to know anything, um, I was watching uh, football yesterday, Sunday, and uh, I kind of like Lane Kippen on Old Miss, and so I asked my phone. Um, how old is Lane Kippen? Then I ask him, what's his coaching history? Anything I want to know is at my fingertips or at this case, at my ears, because Google will tell me. Um, and so I'm addicted. Yes, I'm addicted to Google. If I, when I bought my new computer, um, and it had, uh, Word, uh, as it's, uh, Microsoft as my operating system, one of the first things I did was get out of their Microsoft search. I don't want to use it. If it shows up and it, it puts, I, I get it off my screen. I want Google Chrome and I want Google search. I don't want Yahoo. It, it, it irritates me when it shows up as part of my search. So Google is my number one source for information. And I think it will be. And I think that's the driving force of the price of, of Google. The other thing I think that people are underestimating is what that data is going to do. Google talks about Google City, Google Classroom, Google Office. And, and I know one of the major places they're going to be is Google Medical. They own Fitbit. They know more about the functioning of my body right now than my doctor does because they collect on a minute-by-minute -minute basis, what's happening in Carrie's body. And Carrie is happy to feed them information about his height, his weight. Um, they, they are going to, through my Fitbit, they will notify me someday, Carrie, you need to get to the doctor. Google will be the person who, who ends up feeding the information out of my bathroom into the cloud to analyze my health. And I'm perfectly okay with it. Google and Apple and, and Amazon and, and uh, Microsoft will be the one who will prevent us from having a pandemic. And I think that's the nonsense of what the government is doing, thinking that they need to break these companies out when we're getting our butt kicked 
in 5G by China because China recognizes that for the betterment of their country, they need these companies, they need that data to keep their citizens alive, to keep their country functioning, and to to establish their place in the world as a growth engine. To break these companies up is nonsense. Why are they doing it? Why, if I'm a senator, why am I concerned about that? Because my constituency are not that. It's the people who are lobbying me or telling me to get in there and break up Google so we have a chance against them. Well, at the same time, I know that, that Google is, has their lobbyists. And what are these people there for? Therefore, they're, they're there for the next time they get elected. So when it comes time to get election or to get elected, it's the people who feed their coffers that are going to survive. So I have no doubt that Google and Amazon and Apple and Microsoft will survive all this nonsense that the government is putting out. And so the government needs to get out of the way of these companies and allow them to grow and provide us what with what we need. So the long and short of it, I made a mistake. I made an 11% mistake on my investments. I got out of Google. Will I, as I said, and I will repeat, I will get back into Google right after the election. I don't really care what it costs. If it if it goes down and I was right, hooray for me. Um, but historically, Google's price has always gone down after their earnings. At not always, but the majority of the time. So I'm okay with it, and uh, I'm a long-term investor in the 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 big six, as I call them. If you don't know what that is, watch more of my videos. Uh, so that's my take on Google. I'm, I'm still a strong, strong advocate of, um, of education and medical and the positions of the big six in the future. So if you want to be a part, if you like this kind of video, give it a thumbs up, give it a like, subscribe. Uh, I'm going to do a similar analysis of the big six um, and, and, uh, and plus Tesla and what I think they're going to do in 2021 and in the future. Tune in tomorrow for the next episode.